0: welcome back y'all to episode 180 of the zachary Wingate podcast where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day nothing is off the table the intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast as well as informing as well as entertaining so sit back relax and listen and enjoy the show Looking in the skies over Montana, they are calling it a Chinese spy balloon. Let's get into some of the information today about this. I have done a little bit of digging on it, determining the trajectory of it, and I'm like 95% sure I've actually been to the city where this was released. I'm going to provide some insight into that city, what, what goes on there. I'm also going to talk about what they're saying it could potentially be doing over Montana, looking at some of the bases there, potentially gathering the information. And I'm also going to get into why shooting it down maybe was not the best option. So let's get into it. Okay, unless you live under a rock, literally everyone has been talking about this Chinese weather balloon and why it hasn't been shot down and where it's coming from. So a gentleman named, I think Dan... Smithin did a research analysis um with the NOAA database system, which NOAA is for um you know the North American weather, and he was able to determine the wind trajectory of the high altitude of where the balloon originated from. Looking at that map, I think I've determined where it is. But what's so interesting about this is kind of the whole fanfare media of immediately saying it's a spy balloon. Now The reason why I think it's funny is because we have no idea what it is. All we know is what the media is saying, and the Pentagon stopped them. So Dan Setfield, who has 42 years experience within the meteorology or science field, has indicated it from using NOAA Hypester model to determine where it came from in flying over Montana. Now, if you look at it, what it really looks like, if I put it in comparison, if I'm like talking through it, is... It looks like this balloon actually originated from a location called Jiayuguan. Jiayuguan is actually in the northern region of Gansu, where I lived and they have a satellite launch site. So some people call the equivalent of Houston in the United States or Cape Canal or whatever we're firing rockets from. They also have a lot of weather and data coming into Jiayuguan Um, and what's really interesting is they built, I don't know why they built this, but they built a giant dolphin that sits in Jiayuguan and anybody can go up in this dolphin. It has to be at least 10 10 stories high and it's kind of beautiful, but Jiayuguan's in the middle of nowhere. Um, So whenever you go there, it's kind of like, it's a cool experience, it's really interesting. I actually ended up playing a show there, believe it or not, Um, but that's where the launch facility is. I was in a band and I played music there one day and we actually were commandeered from the police and were questioned For multiple hours about being there and what we were doing, and we were like, we're just here to play music, buddy. And eventually they let us go. So looking at the trajectory, I am fairly certain that this balloon actually came from the Jaieguan satellite launch center. I I haven't heard any other media potent breaking that story, but I'm assuming from this data map where it looks like it was going, and whatever knowledge I have of China's information from just being there, it kind of comes to that point. Um, So looking at it, and it kind of shows what the media is projecting. So the media is calling it a China spy balloon. Now whenever you call it a China spy balloon, what I really want to know is who is originating it as a spy balloon. We don't really know if it's a spy balloon, Um, and we can determine if it is or if it isn't. So if it is a spy balloon, here's, here's what we potentially think I think it could be doing. Now, if you look at the data of Montana, there's obviously missile, sil- missile silos within Montana that has ICBMs that can launch anywhere in the world, etc. Um, but you can look at the majority of that information via Google Maps. So if you want to see a vision of it, you can look at it via Google Maps. Now, unless you have some type of training going on there and they had intel and they're flying it over there to determine the training, they also say that there's also Chinese satellites that could get that information. So if you're looking at it from a standpoint of getting information, it seems like a lot of work to run a balloon over it. So that's one thought. The next thought is, are they tracking the weather patterns and how they're able to release something in the trajectory of the weather pattern? So I think if you do, this is an interesting point that I think would be something to see how the weather patterns from Jiayuan could potentially boost or throw the balloon all the way over to Billings, Montana how long that would take, what they could do, and potentially if they did have a payload on it, what would that payload be where they can drop? So that, to me, could potentially be it. So it kind of brings us in this whole conversation about, hey, you know, let's shoot it down, let's shoot it down. It could be a Chinese weather spy balloon, let's shoot it down. Well, we don't really know what's in it, and we don't understand the process of it. So if you shoot something down like that, it could potentially create more harm than then what you wouldn't think it is and it's like it's not a big deal but it's like we don't know where that balloon would go if we shoot it down and we don't know what's going to come out of it you know it's like you know we can determine it's a potentially a weather balloon but when you look at it i mean there there's there is aluminum field within it you have the solar panels if you describe it and you have some type of communication equipment under it so that communication equipment we don't know what that could potentially hold but If there was a payload in it or a nuclear weapon, hypothetically, the Chinese government now know how to understand the trajectory of potentially weather patterns of how to get something from Jaiyuan all the way to Montana under the radar. You know, it's not like a necessarily a rocket. Um, Another thought is maybe they miscalibrated... The wind turbine, I'm just going down multiple situations just to think about what could potentially happen. So maybe they miscalibrated what the wind was going to be that day in the trajectory and maybe it was just running a normal mission or not. But more than likely not because this thing in itself is believed to go about 20 miles an hour and it has enough power. So when you look at where it went, they released it and it blew out to Jiayuan. It would blow over Beijing. It would blow over Japan and go over kind of the Pacific Ocean. And then when you see it, the trajectory kind of goes and starts going into the Nine Peninsula, going right over Alaska, okay? So flew over Alaska, then dropped down into Canada, which a lot of people are saying, why didn't the Can- Canadians inform us? We don't know if they did or didn't. I mean, the media is projecting that. We don't know what the information is or how it's been released. And then coming over directly over Montana. So it wasn't a straight line. It was literally following jet patterns so you're looking at those jet patterns as being released and the way jet patterns work is some of them work like water if you put a shit like you remember when you're a kid you put a little boat in a river and the water's going to take it where it needs to go so that's kind of how it works so which brings us to the second the the point of what happens if we did shoot it down well i think you know they scrambled f-16 raptor jets from Nellis Air Force Base to come up and check it out, and the Pentagon, from what they released so far, is kind of determining it It could be a weather sensory balloon, which could make sense, because it's being released from Jiuquan. Jiuquan studies a lot of weather, they have a satellite launch facility there, and they could be releasing it into the ether to kind of determine... What the weather patterns are for that area. But now what they do know is how to get a potential, I keep saying it, a potential balloon to fly over the United States. Um, so I think another thing too is what must up, what, what goes up must come down. The United States is, you know, you know, the intelligence community or more, more or less NORAD is tracking it and determining where it's going to fall. Once it falls, we'll pick it up, we'll run through the data, identify what it's used, what it's done, and reach a point to understand if it was a threat at that time, Um, you know, and kind of reverse engineer what it is, if it hasn't already. Now, I do think that if there is some type of self-destruct mechanism on it, then you know the intent was malicious, you know, that it was being sent and it was kind of creating this approach. Now, if it doesn't have any self, you know, if it doesn't blow up or have anything like that, know we can determine maybe it's not malicious so right now we're at a point where we're just trying to determine or I'm trying to determine is this a threat or is this a mistake or is this something else and I think you put it in those three categories where if it's a threat you understand where it came from you understand the intention and you understand how to stop it in the future Um, you know what's really interesting is I think that because it could have been flying so low a lot of the radar systems potentially may have not picked it up because when you look at the Pacific you have radar systems in Guam, you have radar systems in Hawaii, you have radar systems in Alaska to pick ICBM's missiles flying up. But what you don't really have, I don't know, is is systems that could pick up this weather balloon. I mean, that whole Pacific Ocean is being completely monitored by a bunch of sensors in different ways, you know, ways that you know a lot of people don't know because it's mostly classified. So when you understand it from that perspective. You know, there's something about this weather balloon that the United States could potentially already know, understand where it came from, and have a good understanding of the potential threat. So, it moves us into this whole point because I think Anthony Blinken was heading to Beijing and now can canceled his trip because of this balloon and. I'm hearing, you know, I listen to some media outlets saying you should have been shot down. No way this would have happened if Trump was in office. No way this could be anything good. And and it's like you got to like a lot of people in media have to understand you just can't react at a moment to shoot it down. You know, it's like that that really doesn't project that. I mean, obviously, you want to want to project power in situations like this. But the Pentagon was like, hey, you know, we need to be a little bit cautious and do our due diligence on this before we start firing and shooting it down. You know, it will what comes up must come down. And when it falls down, more than likely they'll get it. I believe that that in my ultimate opinion, that is the best thing to do because you don't want another situation from it. You don't want. And you also don't want a media win for the Chinese government to take that information and say, you know, hey, we let we 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 took a weather balloon flew it over the United States and then they shot it down. You know, it's like it's it, it could be seen as an act of aggression. I know it sounds dramatic, but they would take that information, manipulate the narrative, and then put it into those conversations. And it also kind of allows the Chinese government to still not know what our capabilities are. If they were testing our our rocket systems and things like that, maybe we don't want them to quite understand what we would do. But what they know at this point is jets from Nellis would be scrambled for anything that came into our, our, our atmosphere. And it could be, and if it is malicious, it could be kind of a point that China is trying to make. Hey, if we want to get to you, we can get to you. You know, a lot of people put this. This narrative that, you know, the United States has been strategic and powerful for so long because it's not as close to our adversaries. We don't share borders with anybody who could could take over our country. We're not like in Europe where we don't have these conflicts. And it's kind of could be a message from the Chinese being like, you know, we could we could send a, you know, a weather balloon over um, the world in the Pacific Rim and, and drop it right on top of you if we want to. So I think with something like this, you want to categorize it in probably four buckets of information. The first bucket is, you know, is it science, is it data, is it related to weather? Number 2, is it malicious, is it spy related? 3, is it both and 4, are they doing it to send a message? So all these things need to be brought to, brought together into ability to understand it, analyze it and determine what the future outcome would be. And if it is coming from Jiyuan, I just want to know, I just want you guys to know you, If you heard it, you heard it here first because no one else is really pre- putting that information out there. They're just saying Beijing weather balloon from China. But when I look at where there's the thing it came from, I'm like, I could bet my left pinky that it came from Jiayuguan. And, you know, Jaiyuan is a be- beautiful city, but in a weird way, like Jiayuguan in that part of Gansu is so similar to that part of Montana and how it is from a geography standpoint, which is kind of weird. Like it's, it's be, there's big skies. There's obviously some mountains, but it's really, really flat, um, from Billings to J1. I've actually been in both places. So for me, it's kind of interesting seeing this story come up because originally I wasn't going to cover it. And then I looked over the information. And I'm like, what are the odds that I've been in both places and potentially understand where this thing came from? I mean, I'm like, it's just, it's just such a small world, I guess, sometimes um, and, and come from there. But I really just wanted to hop on and and go through this thought experiment to where the balloon could be coming from. What is the intent of it? What is the outcome? And what is the political, you know, backfire of it? You know, so much of politics, what people need to understand is managing between the hot and the cold. It's like political foreign policy always needs to stay in the middle where it's not too hot, and it's not too cold. And having situations like this that could potentially influence our national security is, is you always want to make sure you have the right judgment. And at that moment, it's not a threat. It's not blowing up. It's not killing anybody. So in my opinion, waiting, determining, and analyzing what it could be for this particular situation was the best. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.